Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. I love life. Everything in your life is a reflection of a choice you have made. If you want a different result, make a different choice. And that's the fun of life. Today, we're learning about how human designs can help us make choices that are simple and infusing the simplicity into life and business so that our business and life is intention aligned and soul satisfying. My guest today is Missy Campbell. She is a business minimalist, human design expert who helps people embrace and live out their nature through human design by aligning business strategies with their personality and authority. If you've been curious about learning human designs, grab a pen and paper because you might, you will need to take some notes. This is a fun one. Enjoy our conversation. Hi, Missy. Hi, Lucy. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. Me too. So excited to have you. So what is human design? Yeah, I call human design a self-awareness tool. So it is actually a modern compilation of four ancient traditions. So it is this bringing together of astrology, I Ching, Kabbalah, and the chakra system. And it is truly just our correct energy. And there are billions of different human designs, believe it or not. So it's not like other assessment tools where there's nine or 12 different answers. There are actually billions of different human design charts. So almost all of us have a unique human design. So would you say each of us is a different type of human design? There are four main types. There's There are multiple layers to human design. And so the number of ways that things can come together are almost unlimited, but there are four main types. So there's manifester, generator, projector, and reflector. And I call that really the lens over the entire, your entire human design. So it's really your aura is what it is. And then a branch of generator is manifesting generator. So some people say there are five types there are actually four core types and then one branch of generator, but with all of the layers from your type, which is also connected to your aura down through your strategy and your authority and your profile and your centers and your gates and your channels, the the number of possibilities are almost unlimited in what your specific human design can say about you energetically. So can you give us a real short, quick view of those four main types? Yeah. So manifester is about 9% of the population. They're really the initiators. And when we think of a traditional leadership role in sort of the industrial era, we would most likely think of a manifester. So when you walk into a room and a manifester's in there, they have the energy of like the self-appointed leader and all of these energies are needed. So not anyone is better than other any of the other ones, there's really no good or bad in human design. It's all needed energy for the wider collective, all things that are needed to really elevate all of us into our higher self. So the manifestor is really that initiator 
And then the generators are really the builders and the doers. And that's about 70% of the population between the generator and the manifesting generator. So that is most people are going to fall into that space. And I don't know if you know your human design, Lucy, but most people fall into the the manifesting generator or the generator type. And then the the other more popular type is the projector. So that's about 20% of the population. And they are really, they're really the guide. I call them the lighthouse or the beacon. And it's a very different type of leader that's really up and coming in this more spiritual transition that we're going through, you know, throughout the whole universe right now. And I'm sure we've all seen it. There's so much more interest in like tarot and astrology. It's fascinating to kind of see how this is changing and becoming more mainstream, but the projectors are really meant to be the leaders of this new, more spiritual era. So it's not an energy that a lot of us are used to because most of us have been conditioned to be more like generators. So as these projectors are coming out and a lot of the leaders in human design right now are actually projectors, which is fascinating since they are meant to be the leaders, according to human design, they're actually rising up in the human design space as leaders. And it's really interesting to watch. And then reflectors are 1% of the population. And I actually do know two in real life, which is surprising because there aren't too many. Actually, I know three and they are really the mirrors And they're here to reflect back to us what is our current reality. And so as they are moving through space, they're essentially showing back to us what it is that they're seeing. So they're sort of telling us the truth of reality. And it's projectors and reflectors are probably the most misunderstood um, because we're so used to more of this go-getting, doer, building sort of energy, which is more the manifester and the generator space. And that's the majority of people. And so our job as generators in that generator space is to be elevating projectors and reflectors into their really correct role in moving into this more age of Aquarius spiritual space. So those are the four main types. Um, And each one has its own sort of aura and a manifester has sort of a closed repelling aura. It's like they're the leader, almost an untouchable leader in a way. It's like they're the leader and it's like almost like there's a bubble around them. And then a generator and manifesting generator has a very big enveloping, welcoming magnetic aura. So the more in their energy they are in their correct energy, the more magnetic they become. So this is actually really important in business to know your type and your aura. So you can know what will feel really good to other people and what will feel off. And I see all the time in business, I kind of guess what people's human design is based on how they're marketing and what's kind of feeling a little not it doesn't feel like it's perfect for them. And there's something a little bit they're following someone else's rules and it's not correct for them. So we have this big, open, enveloping magnetic aura. I'm manifesting generator. And then projectors have a very focused sort of absorbing aura. And it's interesting because they are a leader, but they kind of go at it one person at a time. It's kind of like bringing one person in, welcoming them at a time. It's almost like a mother. It's almost like a beautiful mothering energy of, you know, bringing you in, welcoming you, nurturing you, and then moving on to the next person. And so that is, it's a, it's a really beautiful and misunderstood type of aura that is becoming a lot more understood and welcome, you know, in the leadership space. And then 
reflectors have a very sampling aura. So as I said, you know, that mirror sort of idea of them turning and reflecting back to us, what is reality? So they are showing us a sample of the reality of the universe right now. So that is, that is the overview of the four main types and then the four auras. So each of them have their own type of aura. And then there are just multiple layers to human design. So there's a strategy and that is really how we can move through the world without resistance. And each of the four main types has their own strategy. So for example, as a manifesting generator, my strategy is to respond. And as like sort of the go-getter doer, that's a little hard for us to understand and feel what that means. But to me, it means there are two types of responding. There's an active responding and a more passive responding. A more active responding would be you're hearing people say, oh, I wish there was this and I wish there was this and I wish there was this. And once you hear two or three people say it, you respond by creating that thing. So you're filling a void and you're responding to the needs of the people in the universe based on what you're hearing. And then the more passive way would be, for example, in my business, going into Facebook groups. And when someone puts out a call for exactly what it is that I offer, then I simply respond by answering their question, providing, you know, some really just being helpful. And then if it's a perfect match, they, you know, we, we work together. And if it's not, then I just release it and that it, then that it's meant for somebody else. So that's the, we each have our own strategy and how we can move without resistance and how we can interact and make our connections in that way. And then we have our authority, which is how to assess what opportunities are truly meant for us. And there are seven different authorities. The most common ones are sacral, which is just that strong gut response. You know, when you're like, oh yeah, I definitely know that's for me. Or you have that sick feeling in your stomach and you're like, I know that's not for me. So that is that sacral gut response. And that one is one of the most common ones. And then one of the other most common ones is your emotional or solar plexus. So that is, it's also a strong gut response but it has this emotional wave that goes with it. So it's you have that response and you get excited, but you need to sleep on it because you might overcommit and you might wake up tomorrow and regret having committed to something. So the emotional is, has that underlying sacral response, but it also requires you to put it on the shelf or sleep on it for a day. And then when you wake up, you're like, oh yeah, I know that's for me, or I'm just going to release that and let someone else have that opportunity. And then one of the other most common types is splenic, and that is pure intuition. So it's almost, you have that sacral, which is that gut response. And the splenic is even one step quicker than that. So it is just that pure intuitive knowing in the moment and just, you just go for it in the moment. There's, you don't need a lot of reasoning. You don't need a lot of planning. You just know when it's for you and you just go. So those are the authorities. And I love that human design really, it helps us assess and know and move in a really flowing and easeful way. And that's, you know, that's what really brought me to it. I was in this really logical planning, sort of masculine space in business. And then I came across and I was like, oh, I can still be really organized, but I can kind of flow with it. And so that is what human design brought for me. So that to me is like, 
the main parts of human design. And then there are even more layers than that. So you've got your profile, which is really your role on the stage um, here. And then you've got your incarnation cross, which is, it is your purpose for being here in this iteration of life right now. And it's really powerful. There's so much to uncover there in your incarnation cross. And then based on the chakra system, you have nine energy centers in human design. And those can be defined. And on your chart, when you pull up your chart, um, which you can do at jovianarchive.com or mybodygraph.com, you can grab a free chart. And um, they'll either be colored in and defined, or they'll be white and undefined. And when they're undefined, that's a place where you could have been conditioned by other people. And because most of us have been raised by generators, manifesting generators, because that's the majority of the population, 70%, there's a good chance that if we don't have a lot of our own defined centers, that we've been conditioned to actually act more like a generator manifesting generator than we actually are. So it's just a place to be aware of what is actually ours there and what was given to us, but not meant for us to hold on to. And so that's the, the centers are really powerful. You can kind of see, you know, where your compass is and that's actually what determines your authority. So like if your splenic area is defined or your sacral area is defined or your solar plexus is defined, then that's what determines um, your authority. So it's really, it's really interesting that it's based on so many ancient traditions, and it really brings them all together into this way of seeing our energetics that allows us to develop some self-awareness around how to move through the world in a really, in a way that feels really good. And to, you know, do that for ourselves. I call it a way to connect deeper with yourself and a way to connect with other people. It's wonderful for parenting and understanding what our children need. And it's wonderful in intimate relationships and in friends and family and really understanding people and sort of how and why they're doing what they're doing and just allowing, allowing because all of these energy types are needed. And so there's no judgment in human design about good and bad where they're all needed and all part of the cosmic whole. And so if we allow ourselves to be in our correct energy, and we allow other people, then we're elevating everybody to that place. So that's what I love. And then it's really helpful in business too. I found it an amazing tool in really, like I said, you know, people marketing a certain way and all of that, you usually can tell when it's like, oh my gosh, they're in the exact place they're supposed to be. And, oh, there's something a little bit off. And I think if we all knew our human design, it could be just those little shifts that we need to really shine and in our business and make it a lot easier for ourselves. Thank you so much. That was a beautiful, quick crash course on human designs. So is there any religious component within human design? No, there's actually not. There, Ra-Uruhu, who is the man who channeled it in the 80s, he, you know, he kind of understood all of these different traditions. And over a period of eight days, all of this just kind of came to him and he started writing it down and organizing it. And he actually comes from a physics background. So, you know, there's that piece too. But he always said there is nothing to believe with human design. And the point of it is really to get out of our heads and to not make decisions. There are actually only very tiny percentage of the population that 
has an authority that's related to the mind. It's like in a single digits of percentages. So the rest of us are not meant to make decisions actually from our logical mind. And so there's nothing to believe. And that's what he said. There's nothing to believe. It's only energy to be felt. So as you move through the layers of your design and start to say, okay, my strategy is to respond. What does it feel like to respond? And then practicing it for a week and feeling it. And then that feeling is the guide that moves you to the next level of understanding and your design. And it's, it's a lifelong process, obviously, but no, not associated with any sort of religious beliefs or anything. It's really just an energetic feeling and that we all have the capacity to feel and understand and live into our design more. I love that. Because it's not a belief, then humans design system is not a scam or cold. It's, I believe it's knowledge. Yes, I call it self awareness. It's simply a self awareness tool. And you can take or leave whatever you want. And it's very non dogmatic in that way. And I would say that it has maintained that sort of feel throughout its history and not being a dogmatic practice. And just, it's an individual self-awareness practice. It doesn't require you to believe or do anything specific. Yeah, I love that. So can you give us an example of how you infuse human designs into the business strategies of your clients? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this question. So yeah, Really, I would say the most important thing is that strategy piece. So, you know, if you're a manifester, that's to inform. So you really are, as a manifester, meant to get up on social media and start proclaiming all of the things that you're great at. And that is a perfect strategy for you. And then if you're a generator, a manifesting generator, it's to respond. So gathering information from others and then creating the exact thing that people are asking for. So that would be the correct strategy for generators and manifesting generators. And then projectors are, theirs is to wait for the invitation. So their only purpose is to keep their light on. They are a beacon so they can stay in their energy and really dive into their human design. They will stay lit up and we will be able to see them. And if we can see them, we can invite them to lead us. And so that is their best strategy is to simply, they need a lot more rest. They tend to be a lot, not slower because when they work, they work at lightning speed, but they tend to work in very small amounts of time. So that's what I would say for a projector, you know, decide the three hours you're going to work and give yourself so much space around that the rest of the day. And you may only work a couple days a week, three hours, and it will be super condensed and focused. And then you can keep your light on. And by doing that, you know, you can post like you taking a bath and things that really show this more spacious life. And people will invite you to be their coach to be their service provider just by you being true to your energy. So that is what attracts people. And then the reflectors is waiting for the lunar cycle and they love a good surprise. And so that would be more, you know, there are all these things around them going on and they can reflectors also can feel pretty overwhelmed by the busy world. And so their job is to kind of, you know, reflect it all in their mirrors and show us what it is and experience it and kind of let it flow through them and flow out of them. And then 
see after a week or a month what still feels true to them. So they really need more spaciousness. That's why I'd say about projectors and reflectors, a lot more spaciousness in knowing what is truly yours tend to have a lot less definition in their human design. So they're experiencing a lot of other people's experiences and they have to process them and let them go to to know what is actually theirs and meant for them to move forward with. Love it. What is a good quote that you go by to live your days? Oh my gosh, I love this one. I this is one I came across recently and kind of diving into physics more as I'm understanding all of this spiritual stuff. And it was one I came across by Einstein. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm just really going to sit with this one for a while. And it is coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. You brought up right when we came, you know, where we meet, we connect with certain people. And I love that sort of spiritualness to the connections that we make. Ooh, I love that so much. Thank you so much for your wisdom, Missy. Yes, I'm so happy to share human design. And I love, I love watching people really step into their energy. It's such a beautiful thing. And we just, we need more and more and more people to help elevate everyone. And so the more of us who can really dive into understanding our energy and flowing with our energy, the the higher we all will rise. So if you are listening and you're interested to learn more about infusing simplicity and aligning your business and life with human designs, check out Missy's work at tasteofsimple.com. She also has the same handle on Instagram. Go follow her and have a beautiful rest of the day. Thank you, Lucy. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 